0: Good evening. How y'all doing? All right. right. Amen. Well, look, I'm just glad to be uh, mounting the pulpit before you and, and to bring a message from the Lord. In the text that was read into your hearing, Matthew chapter number 25 and verse 21, we'll use as our launching point. And the text reads as such his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant thou has been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of thy lord you know this is the parable of the talents here um I don't know about you, but that one particular verse, um, when when the Lord says, "Well," he don't have to get "well done" out. You know, if he said "well," you know, then I'm I'm, I'm overjoyed just hearing "well." If it, if he just get the "w" part out, like he, he gonna say "well," you know, um, I, I, I'm just I'm just overjoyed. You know, I'm already be on my face before him. You know, but um, You know, anything that sounds like well done is going to be worth all the stuff that we went through, that I went through. I speak for me down here. So this is what we're striving to hear from him. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. See, the whole gist of this parable was about stewardship given, which was to be used or invested. In such a way whereby both the master who gave it and the servant who received it both benefited. Amen. Right. See, both of them were supposed to benefit by what was given to them. See, in fact, the talent that's spoken about in here was a sum of money. And, and the, the talent or the amount delivered to each servant was based upon his own ability. It was based on his own ability. See, see, the, the Lord is not, when you look at this, this text, the Lord wasn't going to give the person who was given one talent five talents because he didn't have the ability to handle five talents. And he wasn't going to give the five talent receiver one talent because his ability was far beyond that. So whatever the Lord has given you is according to your ability. See when we look at this, see the ability was one thing, and the talent was something else. The 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 the, the talent was something that you, you had stewardship over, and your ability was how you perform that stewardship. If you let me, I'm going to speak for just a few moments on the subject, product testing. Product testing, because along with stewardship here, I I, I submit to you that there's some product testing going on here. Keep in mind, the product is us. We are the product. Amen. So there's some product testing along with... uh, the stewardship that's being talked about in here. Keep in mind that the goods given in verse 14 could be tangible as well as intangible. So hold that thought in your mind as well. See, God gives us certain things to, as, as stewards over. He also gives us certain opportunities that we oftentimes squander and don't take advantage of it. And we, when we get called on the carpet, when we have to give an account, in the end, when the DVD is rolled back, he's going to show us opportunities that we had to progress that we never took advantage of. There's some people uh, we, we know in, in, in the Hebrew uh, writer in, in around verse uh, chapter 5 and verse 13 to 14, he told some of them, he said, by now you ought to be teachers. but But they hadn't taking advantage of the opportunities given to them to be further along in, in, in their walk. Amen? It wasn't because th- they hadn't been around long enough. These people had been around. Or he wouldn't have said, by now you ought to be teaching somebody else. If no more than telling them about your story and how you got to where you are and how the Lord brought you to that point. It ain't that that you had to do a class or do one-on-one study with anybody, but but just be a steward of what God has given you and and then look for opportunities for the Lord to grow you because he doesn't want us to stay where we are. We got too much work in the kingdom for for idle workers. Amen. We we don't have no we don't have uh 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 any people sitting in the grandstands watching um, everybody is supposed to be a part of this work so, so the first point we want to look at is we want to look at testing testing see testing allows one to discover how well a product is made when it's placed under extreme stress See, i know y'all seen them car commercials where they had a car, and, and, and they tested the suspension on the car, and they got it. The car is doing this, and you know they got they they want they, they put this under months and and maybe years of testing because they want to know how long their product is going to hold up. So you don't bring it. They don't want you bring it back in six months. They want it to last a little bit long. They don't want you to. to to, to be still driving it in twenty years, though, you know that's that's too long. They they ain't making them that good no more. You know they used to. They they say, oh, we we got to use cheaper parts because they're keeping these cars. They're keeping them too long. You know, we at the most ten years we want them to have it. You know, hopefully they be in before then. But you know we don't want to make them that good. We we're gonna put this metal stuff away. We're gonna use fiberglass and you know this cheap stuff, okay, and plastic where we can. But they 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 want to test their product and they test they test it under extreme circumstances so they can see how well it's made. Amen. see even when when they test see when when you have two objects that's connected by a chain, yes, and you increase the pulling power between these two objects, see. Eventually, you're going to reach what's called the choking point. See, that that choking point is is that point that reveals the amount of tension that can be withstood within one of these chain links. See, these links only made to withstand a certain amount of pressure. When you pull at them, sooner or later, when it gets to that point, now they know how much pressure it can stand. See, we, we also have a... Choking point as well, but but in, in sports, the, the 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 choking point for athletes is determined by putting them into pressure situations to see at what point will the athlete lose concentration and collapse under the pressure. See, you, you get out there and and. You are you are running back and and I, I like sports. I don't know it like some of these. I, I don't want to point at people, but I I I I don't know it like. See, some of them can be. They they call them bench. T- uh uh. Well, yeah. You know they they could be coaches. You know they. I guess they home couch coaches. Okay, they couch coaches. You know. They they can give you stats on how long the person been in, you know, his income and you know how long he got to play, how much playing time he got left, and all this stuff, you know. But but see, they 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 test these people. See, when you get one of them running backs, let's let's pick somebody that y'all might know, Ray Rice. You know, when he was when he was in here, see, Ray when he when he was running, see. Ray couldn't run down there and say, well, y- y'all gotta tell that other team, to, the, the player to leave me alone while I'm running because I wanna see how fast I can get from here down there. And, and his coach would say, are you crazy? All this money we paying you? No, we, no, we wanna see, see how much opposition you can go against to get from here down there, okay? So, so no, you, you need to be tested to see whether you are worth the money that we given you. See it's it's nice uh, undetected he could you know go ahead right on down there run zigzag patterns if he want to you know to get down there but but see he he was tested and, and see the testing started way back during this time in the summer when when, when you, you don't have no games to play you know See you out there and you got the tires there you know where you can you know you can do all that so so when you get the opposition and they hit you low and grab you around the legs you, you see you used to doing that and you can you can come up one out of that stuff y'all done seen them, them running back where where it takes one person can't bring the man down it takes at least two Sometimes three to bring him down because he's been training. He, he know how to go through shaking off some, some folks. So, so, so he, he's worth his salt as far as the man is concerned. See, you don't know how good your quarterback is until you cover all of his receivers out there and you mount a strong rush against him, which will show how dimensional he is. Now I know we might we got Ravens fans here, and I know some of y'all still sick about Joe Flacco, number five, you know, being gone. But anyway, somebody say who? Look, but anyway, see, 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 Joe. I'm sorry to say Joe wasn't. Joe was pretty much one dimensional. Okay, Joe had what you call a good arm. He he had a long arm where he could. He, could, he had good percentages for throwing it long, okay? Some people don't have that, you know, and he was fairly accurate with that. But when you cover all his receivers out there and you sent a good rush against him, Joe would look like a, a Girl Scout being, being mugged d- down in the ghetto, you know. He, he, Joe would look around and see those people, and he, he would just collapse. Cause he can't run you know but see that's see that's that's in in contrast to what you have now uh what's jackson's first name lamar, lamar. see now, amen see now now see they didn't they didn't brought me back to, to being to want to be a Raven. i, I might be a, see i always wanted to be a raven's fan but i just could not support who they had in at the helm okay but now that they got a somebody that's not one-dimensional. See, you can cover his receivers out there. You can even bring the rush on him. But this man is what they call like a triple threat. You know, when you can you can be covered, and then you can run around and you can still make stuff happen until one of your men break loose. See, you ain't had that in, in Joe. See, that the different levels. They at different levels, but he can make something happen. So, so. He, he was multi-dimensional with his stuff. See, it, it's under these stressful times that we discover how well we have been trained to withstand the pressure and make right decisions regardless of the outside influences. Amen. As I said, you know, Joe couldn't do the things that Lamar can do. Amen? So, so, and Lamar has his. Training to to get he's got to get more accurate with his passing with all that running and escapement that he can do He got to just get more accurate and 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 the, he can be terrible He can be he can demand what he want and pay. He, he got to go through growing pains So so that's what we have to do. We have to grow through growing pains to get where we need to go see many of you many of you uh, uh Go through your own stressful situations on the job and in and, and different other situations. I, I thought my wife was going to be here because I had a little note for her. See, see you go through your stuff, but, but I see my wife getting tested on the job on a daily basis, almost daily basis when she's expected to make a meal for eight kitchens that she has to cook for. And and come find out they ain't even ordered the stuff to make the the food with, huh? Now just imagine that, imagine that. But they still expect you to send something out. Okay, whether whether we got it in there or not, you know. So I mean, you, you, that's why people gotta work together. You know, certain people had their job to do, and and other people, and 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 and, and I gotta hear it all. Amen. You know, I, I hear it from the time she get off, and to, I, I'm not complaining. I'm de- I'm there to be the buffer for my wife. All right. So she tell me how this woman can't. She don't know how to order, and you know, and so the, it's, it's it's a matter of working together and getting the, and making these situations less stressful on everybody. So we all go through, through that in our testing. Then we want to talk about when stress overcomes us. See, people who were paid to study testing came to the observation that we fail under pressure usually because we reach a point where our ability to focus on execution Gives way to concern about the outcome. Amen. See, we we so Amen. we so focused on the outcome that we stop even working. See, we can get we can get in a situation where I, I can't even get to that. I was focused on trying to get there, but right now I don't. am lost in where I am right here. See, we can we can get that way sometimes in Christ. You know because every once in a while i said we have to take an honest evaluation of where we are in life I, I i'm i hope soon um y'all seen that circle of purpose i think that was so excellent for us to ever get that here because you can look at that and that gives you a snapshot of where you are in your christian life for those that haven't seen it you know it's it's in our uh, welcome packet it's all it's, it's in different places around here. But you, you owe yourself to get one of those. It's a color chart that shows you and it asks you on there, identify where you are, okay? And it shows you from the time before you enter the congregate, when you enter, that you're on the outer friends, then you move in a little bit, then you're on the friends, and then you move in a little bit more, you're in the mainstream, and then you move in a little bit more, you're in the core, And then you move in a little bit more Then you're in the inner core, okay? So it it shows you where you are. And what you're doing on each one of them levels, you increase in your activities and your mindset to move you in to that center where Christ wants all of us to be. He would have, if it was, his goal is for everybody to be in there. But everybody, that's not everybody's goal, okay? So, so we, we... but every once in a while, if I'm a if I'm a fringe person and a fringe person is one who's decided they made up their mind that, OK, I've been in the body for a year or two years and I've been a do drop in since then. I just come when, when I feel like it, you know, when I feel like being encouraged. I ain't seen people in a long while. I might drop in here, okay? So, so you are every once in a while person. But see, and, and, but you're getting tired of that, you know. You're not growing. you you staying stagnant where you are, and, and you, you just want to be more involved. Then you can look at this chart, and it'll tell you what you need to do to, in order to grow to the next level. See, see, if, if you do drop in right there, you need to evaluate. Well, say, well, OK, I'm going to make the commitment that from now on we got three services on Sunday, 8, 11 and 430. I'm going to commit to coming to at least one service every Sunday that I'm able bar me being sick. I, I ain't gonna let no but I ain't gonna let Rodney give me tickets to the Ravens game stop me from coming or or somebody give me club tickets or you know a, a festival con I'm not gonna let I, even if I accept those things I'm still gonna get my one service in in spite of that because I, I'm, I'm just I'm sectioning off that time of worship in there and my plans are made around that okay see that's a good goal to have you know that that means that you're starting you 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 starting to progress with that and so 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 now i've committed to coming to one service and that makes me that makes me a fringe person okay i went from out of friends do drop in to the friends now i'm committed to one service that's all i'm gonna do don't ask me to come during the week or nothing. I, I'm not there yet, okay? I'm, I'm, a fringe, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fringe person and I'm committed to one service every Sunday. And after I do that for a couple of months and, and it don't hurt and, I, and I, I feel all right, you know, I say, dang, I, I got that, you know. So then I say, let me, let me try to up it a little bit, you know. So, so I look at the chart and the chart say, in order for you to go into the next circle, You need to add a Bible study to that. I need to have one service and at least a Bible study, and that would make me a mainstream person. And you look at and on that chart, the biggest section, percentage of people are the mainstream. They are 40% of the congregation at any time is in the mainstream. That's people who come to at least one worship, and one Bible study, whether it be Sunday school, whether it be uh, a Tuesday night class, whether it be Wednesday, Thursday, a Saturday class, whatever. One worship, one Bible study, any way in there. OK, so that moves you. in. So you're growing. You're in, you're in that middle section. You're in the larger section right there. So, so but, but see, as I say, I start off saying this takes an honest evaluation of where you are. So, and, and, and then you look at it and you see where, what I need to do to grow from there to increase. Uh, the next section in is committing to two worships and two Bible studies. That, that will put you in the core section, okay? But see, let, let me back up one, one, one spot. When you, when you went to mainstream committing to one worship and one Bible study, that also was the section where you started getting disciples. Notice I said you start getting disciples because when you was outside of that, you wasn't even getting disciples because you was only showing up on Sunday. We call them Smo's Sunday morning only folks, you know, that you was showing up just for Sunday and you was just getting hors d'oeuvres from where you was. You know, I say something that you don't understand. You can't stop and say, Preacher, stay right there. Break that down for me. This ain't the time for that. Okay, you got to come to one of the bible studies to get that and that's where discipleship takes place when you add that bible study to it see the more bible studies you add and the more worship you add, so you're getting you you're going coming to worship you're getting a double plate of hors d'oeuvres and you got two bible studies you getting disciples you know on both ends so and and that's how how it goes but the, them charts is free they don't cost you nothing you know anybody that need one we'll gladly give you one so you can see and, and chart your growth in Christ, because that's what God wants us to do. But I, I, I just, I, I like to pass it out. And like I said, I'm, I'm in the process of having that made up through one of these stores or whatever and post it out there on the wall, because I think that's something people need to see regularly, you know, just to remind them where they are. So, as I say, if we're not careful, we'll lose the ability to focus on execution, getting stuff done, and we'll give way to concern about the outcome. So this worry about outcome forces us to lose our concentration and the fear of failure begins to rule our emotions and our actions, which ultimately results in failure. And that's what happened to The servant in in the same chapter in verse 24 and 25. If you you go to verse 24 and 25. Now, and and the reason I didn't use all these because you've read this. And if you haven't read it, just go back and read it. He, 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 He talked to the person that had five talents after he had gave them his goods, not their own goods. The master left, the, the man left, and he gave his servants his goods. And he said, handle this. And he gave it to them according to their ability to handle it. So if I give Larry 10 talents, and that was an amount of, of money, then I'm saying, I'm, let, let, me, let me help you with this. See, the master gave according to your ability. So that tells you that the master knows what your abilities are. Amen. If he had been giving you five talents, that's because you can't handle five talents right now. So, so he gives according to what he knows you can handle. When you prove faithful with what, what he said in this text, he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. See, because you proved faithful, over those five that he gave to you. And, and see, he, he, he didn't want the, the person he gave one talent to come back and say, I've made five, because that wasn't his ability. But he expected him to do something with it. See, in, in verse 24, it says here, he said, then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strong, And I was afraid. See, I told you about that fear. Fear will stop you in your tracks but, you, but you'll lose concentration and you won't do anything. And that's what he did. He said, see, I know that you was a hard man. You know, he didn't know that. He was making up excuses. But 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 he did say one thing, that he was afraid, and he was. It's 25, said, and I was afraid, and I went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. He, he, here you go. Here's what you gave me. I'm getting it back to you, okay? I was scared to do anything else but because I might lose it, and then you're going to hold me accountable. So I'm giving you back what you gave me. And, and, and we think that that will fly in the Lord's as he's, as, as he's concerned. But in 26, he said, His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Thou, and, and, and when he, when what he, he says after that, he's not uh, saying what this guy said about him was true. He said, Thou knewest that... that he said, thou knew that I reaped where I sowed not and gathered where I had not strong. He said, if, if, you, if you say that I'm that kind of person, then you should have done something with what I gave you. If you said I was a hard man, not that I'm, that I'm that, but since you're so smart and you want, you want to use that as your excuse, that that's why you ain't do nothing, you should have did something with my money. He said, He said, thou this." Therefore, to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming, I should have received my own with interest. Right. See, see, the exchanges. See, that was that was a good investment. That was a good. wasn't wasn't going to cost him nothing. He ain't had to lose no sleep about that. But with, with the exchanges, you the, you gave them money, and. They use your money, that's like the bank does. You 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 put your money in the bank, they use it to do whatever, and then they give you interest on it. because who they loan it to, they charging them interest and they take the little bit, they take that interest and give you a little little piece of it while they, you know, fill their pockets up with with, with, with what they had. So so that was what the exchanges did. So could be safe if he was thinking that this was a hard man and I'm gonna had some consequences behind not doing them. I said, at least, that's what the Lord told. He said, you should at least gave my money, put my money at the, in the exchanges, and I could have got a little interest back on my stuff. But see, we, we think we can take our opportunities, all the things that God puts into our trust, and be idle with it and not do anything. The Lord finally said, take, Take, for, take, therefore, the talent from him and give it to him that has ten talents. That one who, I, I say, had ability, and he showed that he had more ability. He said, give it to him. Because, you know, you didn't do nothing with it. He said, because, you know, we, we got to be careful. He said, because even that little bit that you have, you think you have, that's going to be taken from you. If you don't prove to be a good steward over that see when when we allow when when what we fear has overwhelmed us it can sometimes become a self fulfilling prophecy what, what what i mean by that see if you say i can't i can't do this often enough you more than likely won't do it you you'll convince yourself that you can't do it cuz you you didn't say it Oh, well, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do that. And, and after you hear, well, you know how I am. I can't do nothing. You know, so, you know, you can convince yourself that you can't do nothing. And, and you become a self-fulfilling prophecy to yourself. See, in this life, we see giving in to pressure manifests itself in forms of compulsive behavior, mm-hmm. withdrawal, Anger, abuse, moral failure, and dishonesty, and that's just the name of few things that that come out of distress and when when we are overcome by pressure and and, and stress. So, and in, and in, in, in fact, in all of this. The third point is our model. Is Jesus. Jesus is our model for all of us. See, Jesus, he never yielded to pressure. You go back and look, he never yielded to pressure. He never made decisions based on outcome. Okay? Quiet in here. He, he always made the right decision based on absolutes. Okay? And not on circumstances. See, and he never, he never gave in to situational ethics. Amen. See, the, the one text I wanted to go to outside of this is in Matthew, the fourth chapter. In Matthew 4, in the, the temptation in the wilderness. In Matthew 4, where Satan tried to tempt him, we have in verse 8 where... It reads, Matthew 4 and verse 8. It says, again, again the devil. Now he had, they just start here. He, this was around his third time. He says, again, the devil taketh him to an exceedingly high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And say unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Now, I don't know what moves you, and what you're looking for, with, with, what, what, are, um, what are them three uh, things, That tools that Satan used on the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, uh, uh, and the pride of life. Wh- whatever it may be, you might want look prestige, or what, but he tried to use them same tactics on Jesus, and he said, "Look, look at all these kingdoms. See, if you want to be the man, the woman, or whatever, over all these things. He said, I'll give you all these things. All you got to do is worship me. Amen. Now, and now, if you was a person that was moved by that, you might think that's a small price to pay to, in order to get that. But Jesus didn't. Jesus said in verse 9, he said, and said, until all these things, Satan said, all these things I, give, all these things I will give thee, if thou will fall down and worship me. And verse 10 It says, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. See, he didn't give in to situational ethics. Secondly, as God entrusts us with more and more responsibility, he brings more and more pressure into our lives to test the product. See, he, he's, the responsibility he gives us is testing the product, us, to see where we, not, not, not so that he can see where we are, so that we can see where we are. Amen. See, which is to make sure that he can give even more responsibility to us. See, he has to test you. And, and see, he says, I'm going to test you. He said, you've been faithful over a few things. I'm gonna make you ruler over many. See, he's gonna test you in small areas. See, if he's giving you money, you got a windfall of money, and you just went buck crazy. You know, you 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 just, you know, you just blew through that money like Grant through Richmond or or, or whatever. You know, you you was broke and you know that that fast. All you had to hear was the word sale, and you was there. You know, buying up. Give me two of them, three of them, and and. And all of those over there on that on that table. See, if if you wasted your goods like that, see, you have to be careful because God might not give you any more like that to be if you proved unfaithful over that. Because He said He said if you can't be faithful in a little this mammon, who gonna give you true riches? Who if you, if money you can't handle that rightly you might not get the opportunity to do that anymore see this process of testing helps us to see where we are in our maturity and determines our level of future responsibility so like i said we have to have a mindset i got to prove faithful over this little see if we always a person is always grumbling about where we are and i ain't i ain't happy about this and i ain't happy about that don't expect god to give you more stuff to be uh displeasured about okay so 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 we gotta be look we gotta be thankful we gotta be thankful for where we are if we want god to entrust into our care more responsibility but like i said it comes with a test with pressure lastly I ask you, are you a product that can withstand the product test? See, will you perform as the master designed you no matter what outside pressures come? Know that you cannot perform well unless you are continually in relationship with and obedience to the one who made you. See, if we're not constantly in relationship if, if, if our vertical ain't right, our horizontal gonna be all messed up. Okay, we might we might think it's all right. Okay, but if this ain't right, he, he, Jesus said, He said, "Apart from me, you can do nothing. A- apart from me, you, you're gonna be building on sand. It's gonna look good to you, but sand castles don't last. Okay, they they gonna, they, they only made for temporary. So you you wanna make sure your stuff is built on the rock." Amen. Last words: Trust the product developer today. He has made you to perform well under pressure. Amen. See, we got to make sure our relationship with God, the product maker, is right. Go through those tests. Welcome them tests because the test is proving you for further responsibility. And He's not going to give you a test. That, that you can't handle. See, he, it, 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 it's so simple, but we miss it. God has given us, when we obey the gospel, God gave us a divine part of Himself that some of us don't even realize that we have. We, we like those Acts 19 Christians that uh, we, we, we haven't so much as heard that there's a Holy Spirit, okay? but But that's the part that He's given of Himself to enable us to do anything that he asks us to do in this book. Anything that he asks us to do. See, in the flesh, we're not going to do We're going to do what pleases us. I'll do it till it hurts, you know, or, or till, you know, I, I can't stand it no more. But see, being filled with the Spirit takes you beyond that. See, being filled with the Spirit makes you act outside yourself. Yes, Amen? So, so... Enable, let that part uh, that he gave us enable us, comfort us, and, and, and make us able to, to be better stewards than what we have been in the past. Amen? Amen. I, I pray that something was said tonight that will help you to understand the product testing that we go through, and we're going to go through until we go away from here, because God has bigger responsibilities for us. Yeah. So if, if you're here tonight, everybody's here, is a Christian, but we, we're, we might not be where we want to be. Um, take some part of this lesson and, and use it for uh, mounting or planning your growth to an, another level. Um, as I said, if you, if you have need of one of those charts that I spoke about, um, you can see me, I'll, I'll see that you get one, and um, that can help you. Sometimes when you got a picture and you can look at it, it's a lot plainer to you and it, it, it asks you certain questions on it what's your aim what's your goal uh, and you know it key thing is first of all you got to make a goal else you're not going to have anything to aim at and if you aim at nothing you hit that every time so you want you want to make sure you make a goal and then you you set your mind to aim for that and then you got a family to help you to accomplish that and, 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 along with the help of god amen So uh, uh, we're going to stand and sing the hymn of invitation. If anybody have any prayer requests, we, we bid you to send them in at this time. Let's stand.